0: For the night is dark and full of terror. <laughs> I saw you with the box. What was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. It seems that envy is my sin. No, what's in the box? Hey, everyone! Another episode of What's on the Box. I know it's been a, a good while since I've done one of these, but I've been concentrating on a couple of things. I've been uh, working on being a sports massage therapist. And some other stuff that's probably not interesting. But anyway, I've come back. I've 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 been in King's Landing. I've made it to Winterfell. and I've seen the battle. So Might as well start off with the death list. <laughs> uh excuse me, I'm I'm a little bit ill. So if you hear any coughing and sneezing, then um yeah I do apologize in advance. But anyway, let's let's let's, let's hit it. So season 3 episode 8 um that's a, that's what no hold on <laughs> episode season 8 episode 3 <laughs> um the long night so first of all i'm going to start off with all these people bitching about it being too dark and and too this and too that it is winter in the middle of the darkness and you got the night king making blizzards out of his palm of his hands and such, like, don't complain, get get a bit of TV, turn the brightness up on your TV, or just, I don't know, just, just don't watch it, I don't know, but, anyway, I was able to see it, fine, yeah, there were some dark spots, but what do you expect, you know, it's, it's it was filmed that way, you know, unless you have an 8K TV or you're actually there, then just be quiet, anyway, so. First of all, let me get it off 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 my chest. Along with the cold, that was probably one of the best uh, fight scenes in Game of Thrones TV history so far. The best, better than Battle of the Bastards, better than uh, what's the other one? Was it Blackwater? Uh, the one on the boats, season two. I want to say with Stannis and, uh, and Tyrion and all those guys. This is way better fight, way more intense. This fight means a lot more because if Winterf- Winterfall falls, it's a wrap. You know, you had, like, some major key heads within Winter- Winterfall, Winterfell. Um, and if they were to go, then, you know, it'd be, it'd be the show would pretty much be crippled. And that's how it felt. I felt like they were going to be done because they just kind of sucked all hope. I mean, it started off with the Um Melisandre came and she lit all the... All the defrakies' blades with her homemade guai juju stuff lit their fla- lit their blades. You ca- they kind of got them all in, in uh, riled up and, and confident and like full of angst. And they rode off into the darkness. And there was this really great scene where it's, it's panned out and you just see one by one the lights just flicker away, tss, 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 tss. and everyone's kind of waiting and it's like silent. And then all, all you see is uh, Sir Jorah Mormont come back like, "Ooh, nope." <laughs> kind of nodding his head like, "Nope, we're fucked." Now that was incredible. The, the cinematography that they used for this scene for this uh, episode was incredible, very, very, very fetching, stunning. I, I can't say any more about it. Um, anyway, let's go. Let's go to the the, the death list. So. Topping off the death death list, I mean, there was a bunch of white walkers who got killed. The whole of the Dura- Dufraki got killed, to rest in peace, those guys. They've been around for a while now, um, but yeah, they didn't make the cut, and that's a shame. Um, the repercussions of that would be, I guess, well, that they're not going to have a strong a strong army. The Unsullied got killed as well. A lot a lot of them got taken out, apart from Grey Worm, uh, which is good because he, he was the main guy. But you could see he actually felt emotions. Um I mean I know he obviously has emotions cuz he's hitting uh the light skin one <laughs> Sorry for my for my nose for my nose <clears throat> he's 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 having a relationship which is uh very un unsulliness-ly. I don't know it, it's, it's not normal for them to to do such things but anyway the, the, the moment where he has to uh let his guys be sacrificed so that they can open the trench cuz they're getting overwhelmed and he you can see this this Moment in his eyes that he's not sure what to do, and eventually he does it. So, anyway, um, yeah, the unsullied get taken out. So, rest in peace, unsullied. Um, but going into people that are actual characters, we had uh, Eddie Tollett, who was a brother of the Night Watch. Season six, he became a Lord Commander. He was always busting um, Sam Tally's balls. Um, and yeah, he made it all this way, and, and uh, it was a bit of a silly scene because he saved Sam and then he kind of waited, and then he got jerked in his back so uh it was a bit silly but anyway you know he made it this far he's a good guy deep down so rest in peace edison tallett so yeah he's on the list um liana mormont she is or was probably maybe one of the youngest ones in the fight mate well the one who actually fought there was a bunch of people in the crypt who fought who you know the who was in the... Sorry, a bunch of young people that were in the crypt who didn't fight, but she was the youngest one on battle. She had her... I can't remember her name of her army. Uh, anyway, she had her army with her and she gets crushed by um, a, a White Walker giant thing. Uh, but before she does that, she takes him down. She stabs him in the eye with a glass. So it's, it's a bittersweet, but yeah, give her, give her props because, you know, she, she was overwhelmed completely. She screamed out... Ah, stabbed him in the eye and, and and went down as well. But it was sad. But you know, she she uh, she'll ever go down as like the the giant slayer, you know. So um and yeah, her her character was amazing. She does come back briefly when the Night King does reanimate people, but it's brief. You don't see her actually come back and, and do any damage. But um yeah, rest in peace, Lyanna L- L- Mormont. But, <clears throat> Just to say as well, sorry, um, there's a trend when it comes to people who no longer have any use, they die. Kind of reminds me of Walking Dead. Anyone agree with that? Yeah, let me know. Anyway, next on the list, we have Beric Dondarian. Now, this guy is interesting. He was from season one. He's the one who's been brought back by the Lord of Light like several times um, and he kind of has a prophecy in a sense because he's meant to be, um, I guess, come back. Well, if if looking like all the people who have died and come back, uh, that's for a specific reason, and perhaps it was for this fight to aid in in this fight because he was quite useful. He was able to um, to do his best and you know take a bunch of shots in the back and the side. Almost like Jesus, while he was holding the door. Hmm, interesting. He was holding the door, getting stabbed in his in his side, like Jesus did. With his arms crossed out as well, like he was on a crucifix. And he gave Aria enough time. And, you know, I'll get to Aria later on. But, yeah. He uh he, he he saved the hound and, and, and Arya and Melisandre said, Well, you know, his time was up and he he had to uh his kind of prophecy was filled, or his his destination had been had been reached. So it's almost as if obviously this is a show and it's all planned, but it almost gives you the idea that um certain people have been put in these situations to aid in a bigger picture and I think he's one of them. So goodbye, Beric Dondarian. Boom. Uh He's the guy with the flaming sword, by the way, and the one eye. So, yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, second part of this. One of the most shocking ones. Well, I guess he, it was and it wasn't. I mean, this guy's been in a roller coaster in terms of being a good guy, then a bad guy, then an absolute dick, then a tortured soul. Uh, I'm talking about Reek. Yes, I'm talking about Fionn Greyjoy. I used to hate this guy. I, c- I couldn't stand his face. His just Ugh <laughs> just one of those people I want to just hit in the mouth. But he did come back and he did bring bring honor to his name and and to the Starks uh, by by you know taking care of Bran. He did he did some some feats, you know, some dynasty warrior type stuff. He took out probably a I don't know, a tr- I'm going to say, like, maybe not 100, but he, he, the body count was high. He was only one left um, by the the great tree looking after Bran, and he was taking out guys left, right, and center. And, uh, yeah, he, he, he did his part. He did his part. He um, Bran kind of respected him, and he said his piece and said, you know, you're a, a good man and everything. And, and then he went charging into the Night King, which <laughs> didn't really make sense. He charged into the Night King like a fool. You know, like, like just ran at him with his lance, and Night King was just like, "Oh no, you don't! Give me that!" <clears throat> and that was that. Simple. Very, very simple. He knew he was gonna die in his, his chip swap. But like I said, he's one of those people who their usefulness was out. You know, he didn't. He wasn't useful anymore. Uh, so you know, he 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 got dead. But the weird thing is is. He should have been dead a long time ago. All the scrapes and things that happened to him, he never died. But again, I feel like he's one of those guys or, or women characters who was should have died, but they had a purpose. And Brand says certain cryptic things that make you feel like, okay, maybe there is a reason why you are back here at this time. You're meant to save me so the Night King doesn't swipe me with his sword, which he never uses. So, yeah. Next on the list. Uh, yeah, or... Um, Rest in peace, Fionn, by the way. Next on the list, um, or is it the last on the list? No, hold on. No, I'll get to him first. Yeah, I'm going to go to Sir Jorah Mormont. So, wow, that was a fight. He is an absolute hero. He stood his ground. Uh, put his balls on the line for sure. He took so many hits. He died of a thousand cuts. Him and Daenerys surrounded by White Walkers that were reanimated from their from their fallen people. Because that happens, they get they get overwhelmed, and all their people get killed. And then not, the Night King comes down before he gets to the tree, and just raises all these people up. Damn, he he probably one of the he probably had one of the best deaths because he went out on his own terms. He. Uh, he survived in the sense he's a survivor. He, he took out all the enemies. He, he saved his Khaleesi, like he always wanted to, and you know he loved her as well. Oh. And and you could see it. He he fought with honor to the end. And um, yeah. Hopefully his his sword was it called again? Uh, blade, blood, something over there that goes to good use. Someone else can use it, but yeah, he was epic. He was epic. Like I and I need to watch it again and just see how great he was. But yeah, all to uh, Sir Jorah Mormont. I know he started off as a spy. And he came back and, and and did all this. So you know, rest in peace, Joe Mormont. Um, you did you did a good a good deed, my friend. Um, and second to last is going to have to be one of the, I guess, the most shocking because it was so soon. Um, you know, I'm going to leave it in the next part. Right. This is probably the most shocking one because it was so soon. Nobody expected it. I didn't expect it to happen so soon. But here we go. It's the Night King. So the Night King gets taken out um, shortly after he he uh, disembarks from his dragon. Has a mad, crazy fight with uh, with uh, Daenerys and Jon on the dragon, which was crazy, it's an exciting fight on the dragons. Um, it was uh, yeah. It was it was a great shot and. Yeah, he he disembarks with the dragon and again Jon Jones and him do not have the epic fight we wanted. He doesn't have a fight with uh Ramsay Bolton. He doesn't have a fight with Jamie Lannister cuz I thought that would have happened. He doesn't have a fight with uh who else he meant to fight with? Uh, oh, man, I can't remember, but there's he, he's meant to I feel like he's meant to have an epic sword duel with with all these people and he just never happened. And this is one of them. Like so the Night King Kills, uh Fion never says a word. Um, one interesting thing though is that he does survive one of Khaleesi's, um I think it was one. I can't remember the dragon that she sits on, but she take he takes like a sonic, a massive, gigantic Hadoken sonic boom fusion technique thing, um, and he just he he smiles. <laughs> he actually smiled That's the first time you see him smile so he actually has some sense of humor he just smiles takes one of his like dragon killer spears things and almost takes her out and and the dragon um but yeah that was interesting so hopefully in, in the prequel they get more into that and, and how come he's able to survive such an attack because that's crazy that's full like uh you know full volume of, of flame you know like death flame uh, seven gates of hell type thing and he survived it so anyway well, that's that's something to be explored later down the line but um, yeah he's about to take up Bran, uh, Bran and give him the death stare something is going on between those two but we, we, haven't, talk, we haven't, they haven't gone into it yet but anyway Arya comes out of nowhere Assassin's Creed style goes to to, to, to plunge uh, that special knife that Bran gave to her ironically so I think that, that, was, that was he'd already seen this coming and she does this really dope move that she, she did with uh, um, uh, Brienne of Tarth where she gets held um, by, f- by throat and, and attacking hand and she drops the knife to the other hand and uh, jukes it. And you can see them, the, the, the Night King's eye just kind of look down as she drops the knife and jukes him. And weirdly enough, um, as we expected or didn't expect, Every other walker who had been turned, even and the Dragon, just all folded. They just all went like a deck of cards, which is weird, because I thought that was—I didn't think it would be that easy. Um, There's a ton of spoilers, uh, spoilers, um, theories out there about whether it's—you know—he's not alive, whether he transferred his energy to Bran, whether he transferred his energy to Arya, because everybody he ever, anyone he ever touches, does, you know, turn somehow into him or a walker, like when he touched for he turned turn to walker, so I, I don't know, I, I think that people are reaching a little bit, but either way, he is dead, which means that the main enemy in the rest of the show is going to be Cersei, so we've got three episodes, for him to take out Cersei, for them to take out Cersei with a depleted army, and a lot of, I don't know, frostbite, I guess, <laughs> so we're going to see what happens now, but yeah, Arya is actually the Game of Thrones goat, Um, funny as well, Winterfell, you know, Winter did fall at Winterfell. I don't know if it's a play on the name, but yeah, that's quite interesting. I mean, all the other people that was around, like, uh, Tyrion and Sansa and and all those people, they were in the crypt hiding, you know, that they, they were trying to survive. Um, he does raise the dead in there too, and a lot of people do get munched, so we don't even know the full death count in terms of people, but... You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of characters that were not main that did get munched by um by them. We don't know if any of the statutes are meant to come back to life, because that was meant to be a thing like um any of the old Starks have risen. We don't know. We haven't seen that yet. But anyway, that was that was that. And the last on my list is Melisandra. So she has been around for God hundreds of years, I think. And she had she had her moment. She, like I said, she lit the defrocky blades. She set the trench on fire again at one point, which was lucky because she almost looked like she was going to be out of it. So she did, sorry, nose again. <clears throat> she did all of those things. She set up certain defenses and, and strategies and stuff. But she has been a wrong, a very inaccurate uh Advisor for a very long time, you know. She she sent Stannis on a path. You know, she, he fucked her. She got some demon baby coming at him. Killed his brother. You know, that, he was a really was a good guy. I thought so. You know, I thought I thought he he didn't have to die with with. Anyway, that's another story. Stannis was an arrogant bastard anyway, and he got what he deserved. But yeah, she given some bad advice, and um, I don't think she actually knows all of the future i think she just knew a little bit of things but anyway she she will no longer be forecasting about the night being dark and full of terror anymore because after the fight happened she had said that you know she she'd done her piece and she took off her necklace reverted to her old age and turned to dust (laughs) so she's out she's out so rest in peace melisandre She'd been twisting things forever and giving us little uh, snippets of, of what's to come, whether it be accurate or or inaccurate, most of it inaccurate, but uh, whatever. She'd been saying different things along the way. So rest in peace, her. She is the last to fall in Winterfell um, on the on the hit list. Obviously, there's tons of the Dothraki and, and White Walkers and uh, people who died, but I'm not going to get into those. But yeah, what did you guys think of the episode? Did you enjoy it? Did you love um, how dark it was? Um, are you surprised how quick the Night King perished? And how do you think they're gonna take out uh, Cersei with a depleted army? These are the questions I have. Let me know if you have any questions, and uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Catch you later. Send me a message, like location, location. I'm gonna come. Whatever you want, doesn't matter. Ireland, New York, Brooklyn, or Moscow, doesn't matter. Tell me where.